Good morning, friends. Well, listen, it is morning for me. I don't know what time you all listen to this podcast, whatever time of day, good afternoon, good day, good night, good morning, whatever time it is for you. I am Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. And this is the Love Always PBJ podcast, where we focus on identity securely rooted in Christ, purpose that flows from a heart to serve, and relationships that are worth the cost. This is my letter of love to millennials. And today we are continuing a conversation that we started on a spoonful of PBJ. And you know what? You need to make sure you know what a spoonful of PBJ is. If you don't know, that means you're not following me on Instagram. So let's go ahead and handle that. Head on over to Instagram um, and search for at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. That's at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. Follow me there. Um, I share some Monday morning inspiration every Monday on Instagram called A Spoonful of PBJ. Um, it's just a little bit of encouragement to get you started on your on your week, um, to give you a strong start, and to just um, put a little love in your heart as you get started. So go on over to Instagram, follow us, make sure you don't miss a spoonful of PBJ. You get a spoonful of PBJ through Instagram on Monday, and the podcast drops on Wednesdays. So I got the first part of the week and your hump day covered for you. So if you need a little injection of joy, if you need a little inspiration come on over and check us out spend some time with us y'all so again this podcast is for millennials but it's for anybody who can use it but my heart as we create this and and as I plan for these episodes I'm thinking about my millennials and I call you my millennials because I've spent 21 years serving you Um, but I also admire so many things about your generation and I want to share I want to add I want to help in some way. I hope that some of the uh, wisdom, some of the information that I share, um, if you put that with your innate characteristics, um, you're going to win. You are just going to win. So that's our goal here. So let's get started today. Um, So on a spoonful of PBJ this week, we were talking about choosing wise counsel for your life. Um, So my question was and is, who is your board of advisors? Um, You may call them mentors. um, Others may call them advisors, but whatever you call them. Who is surrounding you with wisdom? Where do you go when you have a challenge? Where do you go when you need to be challenged? Um, When you need to work through some things in life? Where do you get that wisdom? Um, So that's the conversation that we are continuing here today. Everybody at every age and stage should have a group of people who serve as your advisors, a group of people who sow wisdom 
into you, not a large group. You need an intentionally chosen group, a small group of advisors. And notice I say group, not just an individual, because you need different perspectives. Um, So you don't need 15 or 20 perspectives because that's just confusion and that becomes a mess. Um, But you do need a small group of advisors who you can depend on, who you can trust to tell you the truth, um, whether you like it or not, um, and who will challenge your thinking and push you. And honestly, friends, I have to tell you that my advisors don't often tell me what to do. Even when I want them to tell me what to do. Often I want them to tell me what to do. Often I want them to just say, here's the right answer. Now go do it. I don't have advisors in my life that will do that. They will not tell me what to do. But the questions that they ask me um, and the conversations that we have and the experience that they share with me are so valuable. And what they do is they help me arrive at what my next step is or what my answer is, not what their answer is for me. Um, So when I say advisors, I mean advisors. These are not people who are running my life or who t- who are telling me how my life should be run. But these are people who I can depend on to help me and challenge me um, and push me in ways that I need to be pushed. And y'all, this comes straight from scripture. Um, having this wise counsel, having this group of advisor uh, of advisors, it comes straight from scripture. So I'm just going to give you some, and these are just a few. I mean, it's in the Bible all over the place, but Proverbs is the book of wisdom. And King Solomon is the place um, to go, the author to go to when it comes to wisdom. Um, One of the richest men or maybe the richest in in history, but also um, the wisest because that's what he asked God for. He asked God for wisdom. So out of Proverbs, Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 12 and 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Proverbs 15 and 22, without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, multitude now, but in the multitude of of counselors, they are established. Proverbs 19 verses 20 through 21. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. And the last one I'll share this morning is Proverbs 24 and 6. So don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. So the word of of God encourages us to surround ourselves with guidance and with wisdom and with advisors. Um, So that's what we want to do. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. At every stage in my life, there has been a person, some people um, that I could depend on to share with. And y'all, I have good friends. I've always had great friends and I share with my friends, but your mentor, your advisor may not be your friend. 
You want to be very, very careful how you choose where you are getting this wisdom and the call, the, the source um, of this wisdom. I have some very good friends, some wise friends, some truth-telling friends, okay? Shout out to my girls. Y'all know who you are. <laughs> I got some truth-telling friends, um, whether you like it or not. Sometimes that thing cuts sharp, you hear me? But I keep them close because I value somebody who loves me enough to tell me the truth, even if it could cost um my feelings, even if it could cost a moment in our friendship, I'm certain that they are certain that our friendships are stable um, and it's not going anywhere because I know that whatever they tell me is coming from love. Um, but sometimes that, that truth comes sharp, but they are a part of my council of advisors, not my complete council of advisors, because sometimes with that friendship, there are emotions involved. And, um, but again, I, because I know I have truth telling friends, um, and they have proven over the years that they don't mind telling your girl the truth. Um, then I do have some friends, some friends, some, not all. Um, I do have some friends who are on my council of advisors. Um, I was recently listening to Dr. Anita Phillips. She's the host of the In the Light podcast. If you haven't heard of Dr. Phillips, you need to go check her out. Check out her podcast. Dr. Phillips is talking about something that needed to be talked about a long time ago. She discusses the church and mental health. Um, so she is a therapist by trade, but she's also a preacher. She's also a pastor's wife. She's also a church kid. She's grown up in church and the church has not done a good job of discussing mental health. Um, and Dr. Phillips is bringing these two spaces together in a beautiful, beautiful way. But I heard her the other day describe relationships. And I'm going to share with you what Dr. Phillips said. She said, there are some relationships where you just pour out. You are responsible for pouring out. You are the advisor. You are the mentor. And they owe you nothing. These are not necessarily maybe what you would call a friend. Maybe you would, but these are people that you know that your role in their life is to pour out into them without expecting anything in return. Then, according to Dr. Phillips, there are relationships where they pour in to you. Um, so there are people who pour wisdom and pour knowledge and pour information into you and you owe them nothing. Sometimes we get stuck in exploring these relationships because we always feel like there's a cost and we have to give something back. But Dr. Phillips was encouraging us to pursue these relationships without the added tax, um, without the, the desire or the need or the expectation that there's going to be some sort of payback. Um, but in those they pour in re relationships, those are your advisors. Those are your mentors. Those are the people that you can depend on to give you wisdom. And in the third um, um, description of relationship or the third area of relationship, according to Dr. Phillips, is the rare and unique situation where you have that back and forth, where you give and they give. You give and they give. That's going to be rare and unique, but that's a person that you call friend. 
That is a person that you call friend. We have different definitions and different understandings of the word friends these days um, because of social media and we we mix up friends and fans and followers but a friend is somebody that you sow into and they sow back you sow into and they sow back when you leave that conversation or when you leave that time with that person you should feel full you should feel refreshed. Sometimes in those relationships where we pour out, when we leave that conversation, we feel a bit empty because we literally just poured out. And that's okay as long as we know where to go to refill our tank. When when you leave that relationship with the mentor or advisor, you feel full and they feel empty um, because they have given unto you. They have filled you. Um, but in that back and forth, unique, rare relationship, that friend relationship, it's a back and forth. It's a give and take. Um, and that is really special. So I appreciated that description um, by Dr. Phillips. And I think it aligns with what we're talking about today because I'm focused on those relationships that pour into you. Who are those advisors? Who are those mentors? And I'm going to share with you a little bit about how to choose them. And how to find those mentors. Um, I just, I, I thought about who are my council of advisors and I've had different folks um, at different stages of my life. Um, I remember in my mid-20s, mid to late 20s, I was in San Antonio, Texas and living my life and doing my thing. And I talked about that in the last episode about quarter-life crisis. But while I was going through that quarter-life crisis and while I was walking through that situation, I had this couple... um, and they were ministers in my church, and um, they were the leaders of our singles ministry at the time. Um, but talk about wisdom. Talk about wisdom. And they just poured into us. I mean, just poured into us. They brought us into their homes. And when I say us, that we had a little group of, of singles um, in the church, single folk around the same age. We were all 20s, early 30s. And they would feed us and they would talk to us and they would share books with us. And that's who we called when we had a bad day and when we had a rough situation, we would call them. Um, and they just literally poured into us and wanted nothing in return. Um, and it wasn't, you know, the situation where we said, will you be our mentors? It, it, it wasn't that. It, they literally discipled us. They brought us into their lives and allowed us to do life with them. So sometimes it was, you know, at our formal singles ministry situation at church or, or, or an event. Sometimes it was at their home. Um, you know, during the week or in the evening, come over for dinner, let's talk. Or, you know, sometimes we were doing some community service together, but we literally did life with them. And I learned more from what I saw them do than what I heard them say, because what they were saying to us, they lived out loud in front of us. Um, 
So for that, and I'm still connected. We don't communicate nearly as much as we used to, but um, almost 20 years later, um, we are still connected um, because of the impact that they had in my life. At this point in my life, my number one advisor is my dad. And that is surprising to me for many different reasons, but then it's not surprising at all. Um, my dad has a lot of life experience. He's a retired colonel. Um, he's been infantry. He's been in war zones. He's led um, groups of people. And when it comes to leadership, when it comes to life, when it comes to challenges, my dad is my first call. Um, because he has experience that he shares with me. And again, he doesn't cut any corners. The moment that I knew my dad was going to be my advisor forever, um, was I had done a sermon at church and, um, you know, normally people, oh, that's so good. It was so good. The word was so good. Uh, my dad was like, that was really long. You need to cut that down. (laughs) It was really long. I was offended, y'all. My feelings were hurt because <laughs> I'm like, that that was a good word. He's like, yeah, it was good, but I got really tired. That was really long. You need to cut that, <laughs> cut that short. So I appreciate my dad because he gives me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and he always says, baby, he said, I don't, I don't know much about tomorrow. And he said, I'm not always very good at today, but I can see the future. And we talk about, you know, what, what this decision would lead you towards. And if you go this way, what are the possibilities of what could happen? I know he loves me. I know he's going to tell me the truth. Um, I know he's not going to sugarcoat it. And I know that he doesn't want anything out of it. He he doesn't desire anything. I don't owe him anything. I feel like I owe him everything, but not according to him. Um, so I know that I can depend on on my dad, on my daddy. Um, and y'all are actually going to meet him. He's going to um, spend some time on the podcast with me, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited to introduce you all to him, but I'm also excited for you all um, to benefit from some of his wisdom because I'm telling y'all, it is good stuff. Um, I also have a former supervisor and I'll be honest, he doesn't know. I don't think that he's a mentor of mine. We've never had the conversation of, will you be my mentor? Never asked him that. Um, but we worked together and we spent time together and through, Um, seeing his life and his family and the way he treats people and the way he leads and um, him being successful in a lot of areas that, you know, I I long to be successful in, I I honor that. I honor that. So um, especially concerning work, specifically concerning work, um, if I have a work question or something specific to my career or the area of work, I work in higher education. So if it has to do with higher education, I call this mentor because he's been there, done that. Um, he has the experience. He has the exposure. He has the wisdom. And, and this mentor in particular will never tell me what to 
do. Never. I try to get him to tell me what to do. And he won't tell me what to do. He mostly listens and reflects back what I'm talking about. He laughs at me when I'm being extra. Um, but through our conversations, it always leads me to a place where I can I can see clearly. It brings clarity um, to all of my thoughts. So those are just some examples of the advisors and mentors uh, that I have in my life. And I want to spend a few minutes um, just giving you some tips and some information about how to choose. How do I choose? How do I select? How do I choose a, a mentor or advisors or the people um, who will be sowing into my life? So here are a few things that I wanted to share with you concerning choosing your mentor. Number one, grow where you're planted. What do I mean by that? Look around you right now at work at your school, even in your family. And again, be careful with family because if there are emotional ties, some people uh, give you advice or give feedback based on what they want out of life for you um, as opposed to what's best or what you need. Um, It's all love. It's all love, um, but sometimes emotions get all wrapped and raveled in there um, when you're dealing with family and when you're dealing with friends. So be careful there, but grow where you are planted. There are people surrounding you right now. There are people in your sphere right now um, that are maybe influencing you or could be influencing you. Um if, if you were to spend a little more time with them or if you were to open up a conversation with them. So start where you're planted. Um, look around you, people in your career, um, people at the place where you work right now, um, uh, professors or others. There are wise people around you in your church, um, in ministries. There are wise people around you right now um, who would be open to sharing with you. Um, so grow where you're planted. Look around you right now. Who are the people in your life right now that you can look up to, um, that you can admire, that you um, see wisdom lived out in their lives? Think about those people. Also, instead of asking for a mentor, think about asking for help in a very specific area. So like I shared with you, um, I don't know that I've ever gone to a person and said, hey, will you be my mentor? And I'm not saying that, you know, you can't do that. I just I wonder if a more organic connection is going to be more effective for you. Even the people that I consider myself mentor for, none of them have ever come to me and say, hey, will you be my mentor? We've just organically built relationship by doing life together. Either we work together or we were connection. We were connected because they were my student at some time or, you know, many different reasons that brought us together in life. But we literally just started doing life together and we're continuing to do life together. Um, And they invited me into their lives, you know, by asking me a question or bringing a challenge or sharing a situation. And 
um, allowing me to um, share with them and walk them through it. And that just continued for some people and we continue to this day. So instead of maybe making the ask, because I've had people, I've had people say, hey, will you be my mentor? And I'll be honest, when I hear that, I automatically think, okay, what commitment am I making? What does that mean? And I often ask, what does that mean? What is your expectation of a mentor? Um, um, And I'm in my mind, honestly, I'm thinking time commitment. I want to make sure that I can do and be what the expectation is. But I'll be honest with you, for the people who have come out to ask me that, those relationships haven't lasted very long. Um, And I don't know why other than it just wasn't um, a genuine organic connection. It felt forced for me and for the other person. Um, So I want you to consider if there is somebody um, that you would consider to be a mentor, an advisor, or a person full of wisdom, think about presenting a, a question or a challenge, something very specific, you know, for example, you know, you could say, I'm having trouble holding my team accountable. And I noticed that you do a really good job at that. Can you talk me through that? Like, how, how do you do that? Um, or whatever might be specific to your challenge. Maybe you're newly married and you um, want to connect with a couple who's been married for a long time, or um, maybe you are still single and trying to navigate, you know, your career, whatever the question is, ask a specific question. And this will allow you and the other person to begin building a genuine relationship. And you'll know, you'll know if, if that relationship feels natural, if it feels comfortable, um, if it's working for both of you or if it's not, and that's okay, um, then that's not your connection. That's not your advisor. That's not your mentor. Um, so again, consider instead of asking them to be your mentor, um, ask about a specific question. Um, the other tip I'll give you is get involved in some way. So if there's someone that you admire, and again, I'm, I want to be careful with admire because we don't want to be a fan, Right. This you're not looking for a superstar. You you're looking for somebody who you can do life with. Um, but if you've noticed that there's somebody that um, there are characteristics in their life that like, that you would like to see reflected in yours, um, then connect with them, help them with something. And this is not because you owe them. It's because it's an opportunity to get to know them. So if they have a project or if they're working on something specific, offer your services. Um, can I help you with this? So I have a talent or a skill in ABC and I think that would add to your project. What that does is that offers opportunity to build relationship again. Um, so look for those opportunities to build relationship um, in, in genuine ways, in genuine ways. Um, and, and, and again, you will know if, if the relationship is strengthening, if this is a, a direction you should go in or if you should pivot and, and find another source. Um, but try to get involved in some way. We said this on a spoonful of PBJ, this next one. And I got to say it again. I got to make sure you hear this. Check the fruit, friend. 
advance. Check the fruit of the people that you're considering being on your board of advisors. Older does not necessarily mean wiser. Um, you gotta, you gotta look at the good outcomes from their life. Do they have good relationships with their colleagues, with their teams, with their family members? Have they walked in a similar path as you? Do they have experience that would be helpful to for you? Be very selective who you allow to speak into your life. I will say it again, be very selective in who you allow to speak into your life. Everybody should not have access to your heart. Everybody does not have true wisdom. And again, we're in on this podcast, we talk about identity that's rooted in Christ, right? So their leadership, their advice, their mentorship should be rooted in the word of God. Um, and if it is not, and if it's contrary if it's contrary, then you need to be careful there. I believe in having a variety of mentors and a variety of advisors. There are folks who um, speak into my life concerning career and concerning business that may or may not be Christian. And that's fine. There, there's nothing wrong with that. I appreciate the perspective. But what I'm not going to do is take in something that uh, is against the word of God, because I know that's not truth for me. Um, so choose very wisely. Check the fruit. They should have some positive outcomes in their own life before they can help have positive outcomes in yours. They should have some success. And when I say success, I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about in life. I'm talking about good relationships with the people around them. I'm talking about they're moving um, in a positive path in their own life and they're impacting this world in a positive way. They should have good fruit coming from them before they are allowed to speak into your life. Um, So make sure you check the fruit and you are very, very selective. Also, I would say keep the circle small, but diverse. Again, they don't have to look like you. They don't have to sound like you. Like I said, not all of my advisors are Christian. There are people who have really good knowledge and really good information to share with me um, about business and about career and about work. And I can receive that from them, whether they're speaking Bible or not. Um, So you got to recognize when somebody has value to add to your life. So think about how you can diversify your circle. If all of your mentors are the same, um, uh, as you in any way. Um, so I have, um, mentors who identify as male. I've got mentors who identify as female. I've got, um, you know, I've got people who are not African-American. I am African-American. I've got people, um, who have sown into my life who don't look like me, who don't sound like me, who are not from where I am from. And I appreciate perspective that is different than mine. Um, I appreciate learning and hearing from people um, who have exposure that I don't have, who have experiences that I do not have. Um, We talk about learning from mistakes, but those mistakes don't have to be mine. I can learn from the mistakes of others and not make that mistake and not endure the consequences of those mistakes. So consider and make sure you keep a small but diverse circle um, of advisors in your life. And let me just close with um, 
just a couple more thoughts about preparing yourself for mentorship. Um, you've got to make sure that you are ready um, because you don't want to begin that relationship um, and then um, harm that relationship because you were not ready um, for the advisor and for the mentorship. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is to seek wisdom for yourself. Um, And wisdom to me is in the word of God. Seek wisdom for yourself. Don't depend on your advisors or your mentors to give you all your answers. You have to go to the source first for yourself. And then they will come along um, and complement what you are receiving directly from the source. So make sure you're reading. Make sure you're praying. You can ask God, send somebody my way or identify who is in my life that could be on my board of advisors. Who am I already connected to um, that could serve as a mentor or wise counsel for me? Um, So ask, pray about it. And he will share. He will reveal to you. And the last thing that I will share with you today is prepare your heart to be challenged. Prepare your heart to be pushed. You don't need another friend. You don't need a a fan, okay? You need someone who will push you and encourage you and challenge you. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. And that sharpening process is not always comfortable, but it is necessary. If you want everything out of life that life has to give you, and if you want to pour everything in that you were called to pour in, you need sharpening. You need people in your life who will surround you and sow wisdom into you that will propel you towards victory and towards success. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do today, friends. Make sure you surround yourself with a a council uh, of uh, of advisors, a, a board of advisors. Make sure you surround yourself with some mentors, some people who will sow into you and want nothing back. Some people who are proven, who have some fruit in their own lives, uh, a diverse variety of people that can sow into your life um, and grow where you planted. Start looking right where you are, because I believe there are people around you right now who can sow into you. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it, y'all. I'm praying for you this week and I pray um, that you will identify those folks who can sow into you and those folks, those people um, who have wisdom to share with you and that your heart will be open to receive, not just identify them, but you need to be open to receive. Y'all, this is my letter of love to millennials, millennial leaders. Love always, PBJ.